looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcasts. So check out RatSaddleReview.com or search Review on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. It's got, what else is on your bed there? God. Oh, he's, he's getting into a little autoerotic asphyxiation. Look yeah. at that little <laughs> piece of rope. <laughs> oh, and I sold myself on stream for $10. It's time for Rat Salad Review with your hosts, Wayne Noon, Greg Norgal, and Nate Lander.
Welcome to Ratsail Review. What is up, everyone? Hard-arms and helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Party har har. Anyway, yeah, uh, I didn't go through the 10th grade three times and I know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> we learn something new every time. Was that? Wait, but no. I never went to the grade. I went to summer school many, many times. <laughs> I never went to summer school. Or actually, I think I had one class, but that was like extra curricular for me having to spend extra stuff in summer school. I tended to not show up a lot, so I had to do extra days to be able to meet the men in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> that bad. What? Never had the opportunity to be that. No. I, my last year, I did, because I didn't have to, I barely had to be there. I, mean, I really had no classes, so I once I skipped it. Even if that was social I had two friends that just wanted to go out and go do stuff, so I did. Mom was home, so I couldn't sleep. <laughs> well, it's all over now. Now you're in the real world. Right. So, that's that. Welcome to the real world, and welcome to Rat Salad Review once again. Today, we're going to talk about our top ten favorite Maiden songs. Right? That's right. Not necessarily in order. No, no. Myself and Wayne. Mine are in order. Nate's Nate's always in order. He's just always so prepared for this show. Right, Nate? Right. Yeah, look at him. He's so prepared. Look at me. I've got a (laughs) list. You got a list? Fuck you. I've got a list. I got a list, too, on my phone. Oh, you can't see it. Look at that. That's weird. Patty is uh, possessed yeah. Alright, well anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the list? I don't think there's really anything going well, on. Well, Blue Oyster Cult's new album comes out in October. But, that's right. Um, that's really all the news I have. Yeah, that is true. I like the album cover too. Did you see the album cover? Yeah, album cover is awesome. I like oh, the okay. name of it too, The Symbol Remains. It uh, should be good. Actually, uh, Joe Bouchard, their original bass player, just put out a new record that's um, topping the charts in Scandinavia right now. Really? But what band is it? His solo it's band? just a, it's his solo band. I I can't remember the name of it right now off the top of my head. I wish I would have thought about that before I brought it up. All right, that's cool. Necrot cool... album. What's that? Hard, dude. What is it? Necrot. Fucking. Necrot. You fucking old-school style death metal. Oh, that reminds me. uh, Onslaught's new album is probably my album of 2020. That's fucking great. I still gotta wait and see whether Violence's album drops this year or not. Uh, Actually, something just came up about that, didn't it? Really? Yeah, somebody's been posting some uh, Violence news. I didn't read it, though. I haven't had a chance to read news stuff. Yeah, so something's going on with violence. It must be something about an album or something. I don't know. Oh God, I hope Rob Flynn isn't rejoining. I don't. I don't know. I didn't read it. Great on guitar, uh, sufferable kind. I don't know. 
But uh, Greg, you mentioned Onslaught, and uh, Ralph Vieira just did an interview with the guitarist from Onslaught. Yes, Very good did. interview. Guitarist and band leader, Nide Rock, fucking awesome dude. Yeah, very good interview. So check that out. It's on our network, ratsalreview.com. Uh, you can find it everywhere. And Nate disappeared. What happened? I just got to check every once in a while and see if my phone's actually. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, and also, I wanted to tell you guys while we're here and tell you, our audience, um, we are doing a new section of the show where I would like to feature bands. Uh, who would want to be put on our show at the end of our show. We'll feature one of your songs if you want us to, either a song, and I'll just put like a picture of your album up or your EP, whatever you have, or a video of your band. So if you want to do that, let us do that for you. All you got to do is just promote our show. That's all I ask. We'll help you, you help us. That's all. Uh, all you got to do is just send us your band information and the song you want us to use, review at gmail.com. What's that? Couple of nudes. No, I don't want any nudes. Please don't. No nudes. Especially if you're in high school, send away your nude. <laughs> do not. Please do not. They call him Mr. McFeelob for no. <laughs> they do not. Don't even start those rumors, all right? Come on. You're bald. It's like, so what? Okay. You will be too. Actually, you should be. Look, your hair is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> My hair looked like your hair. That's why I shaved it. Yeah. <laughs> your peep is just small. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's get on with and, the art. And, Here we go. Um, well, no, I was just going to finish what I was saying about that Joe Bouchard album because, one, I think um, fans of BOC would really like it. it uh, the 10 originals on there sound a lot like something he would have written for them during their 76 to 81 period, but the name of the record is Strange Legends. It's his sixth solo album. He actually plays every instrument on it besides drums. I don't know how many people know it because he was the bass player in BOC, but he's actually multi-instrumentalist. And part of the reason he left BOC was because he wanted to focus more on playing the guitar. But anyway, good record. And it is out now. Very interesting. I just and actually just uh, cyberpunk writer John Shirley, who wrote lyrics with him in the past for BOC, actually shows up to co-write a song on here. <laughs> oh, very cool. Uh, oh, here the violence news is. Wait, this is May. It's not. Uh, I don't know. This is old news. I know they're done recording it. Yeah, they just said uh, the new EP will be a bridge between the first two albums. But that's old news. There was something the other day. I wish I would have thought to read it. Doesn't matter. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's time. violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. This show is about Iron Maiden. And our top ten favorite Iron Maiden songs as of right now. It could change tomorrow. Who wants yep. to go first? Who will be number one? Well, I let him go first since he's. I mean, you guys that. don't have a definitive list, so I want to shock you with my order. All right, shock me. Put on your black and leather. Here are the Make dark. me feel better. <laughs> Nine, of the opera. Eight, deja vu. What? Seven, killers. Six, hallowed be thy name. Five, sea of madness. Four, the trooper. Three, stranger in a strange land. 
two number of the beast and one is aces high okay i wasn't planning on doing it that way but <laughs> yeah me neither <laughs> I remember Ace's high, but yeah, because the last one you said. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> any of that. Paying attention? No. I'm not I repeating figured, it. I figured we would go around the room. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> thought that's what we were going to do, too. I was going to let him start off with his... No, no I wanted to, like, one at random. I wanted you to be, like, pissed off about where I put shit. No, why would I be... That's your list. Why would I be mad at your list? I don't know. <laughs> from power slash uh no i don't care it doesn't matter but i, I would like to know why you picked those songs that's that's why I'm okay yeah starting with <laughs> dark i like you in the dark it's a good fucking song it is a good that's fucking song great live i was gonna say i i think fear of the dark live is my favorite probably my favorite live song in general hmm because the audience gets into that it, the audience even sings the get uh, lead guitar parts Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome, you know? I mean, that happens in several Maiden songs, but... It does, it does, but that's the first song I ever heard live with people doing that. I was just like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool to see. Yeah. And hear. Gives me goosebumps every time I hear that. Serious. Come to Brazil. <laughs> Greg. What do you got? Uh, uh, seventh Son of a Seventh Son, which is my favorite epic track they did. It's fucking awesome. It's very well built. It's a whole concept just on its own. Awesome different parts. Everyone's in top form on it. Yeah, yeah that is a very good song. Off uh, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. And uh, yeah, I love that one too. I mean, I mean, that's my they're... favorite thing I've ever seen them do live. Honestly, are you so watching them do? Yeah, because that is a very complicated song to play, and I thought it was awesome they drug it back out when they did the uh, Made in England retrospective tour because they had the whole stage yet for uh, Seventh Son. Oh, wow. oh, so you saw you saw that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went on the Somewhere in Time tour. I saw that one. I don't think they played that song. No. Well, you you know, the thing about the whole somewhere back in time thing is they really didn't do much with it from somewhere in time outside of Lincoln waiting wasted years. (laughs) More so focused on Power Slave. Yeah, it pisses me off because Somewhere in Time is my favorite Maiden album. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little shocked at that too, but it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, no, I mean, Power Slave's the crowd pleaser, and like you were saying, it was still a good show, but. Yeah. Stranger I mean, in a Strange really Land needs to make it back show. into the set list. Yeah, really the bad before they retire. Blaze Bailey singing. I never saw Blaze Bailey live. I w- although I would like to, just to see. Um, I know you have, right, Greg? Yeah, I I saw them midway through the tour though when he started having voice problems because mm-hmm. he wasn't, I guess, like used to that. And um, he, he was a little raspy, dropped a little low with some parts. I thought he did pretty well. All right, sorry about that. We just had I, a, a little I, glitch on I, Skip. I, I, I know we were talking about Seventh Son, them doing it live, but I don't remember yeah. the last thing I said. All right, but we'll continue. 
Uh, my pick is going to be Wicker Man. Nice. That's a good song. It is a very good song. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised when they when they put out that video for that song, and just to hear, I, I just to hear how like um, clear all the the mu- the, um, the instruments were on the album, like how everything was recorded. It just it was like the best sounding Maiden album they've ever done. I think, you know, everything was just so clear. Um, and also too, what was weird about this song is there's two different versions. There's the one that's on the album. And there's the one that's on the video, and it's got like this other extra added uh, chorus thing to it. And I kind of like that one better, and I wish they would have added it to the album. I don't know why they just did the video. Yeah, I but... that. Yeah. That's I don't like the extra cool. chorus version. It's no? too much. Mm-hmm. It is a little too much, and it's weird because yeah. he, you wouldn't expect them to do stuff like that. That's kind of different for them, but uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked that one a lot. But it's got a good chorus. It's a very catchy song. I agree. Yeah. And um, it's also the first time you can really hear Nico's kick drum. And I'm like, shit, he plays double bass. And what the hell is this? And obviously he doesn't. But it's just, you know, really great song. My number nine, Phantom of the Opera. Yes, that is a very, very awesome song. It's also on my list, too. So I'm not going to repeat that. What's that? Best song off the first album. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, what else could I really say other than that? It's fucking great. I mean, it's my number nine. There's not going to be unbelievable amounts of stuff I can say. Bruce does it great. I love how in character he gets, but Paul is also great. I yeah. Uh, the only thing I really can say about that, where my pick is a little different, where, yes, I did pick Phantom of the Opera, I'd probably make it my number three or number four. However, the version of the song I would pick is the B-side to the Sanctuary single, the Live at the Beat Club 1980 version, once Adrian replaced uh, Dennis. Sounds much, much better with the dual oh, yeah. guitar than Dennis Stratton. Plus, when the song starts in that particular version, Paul starts to introduce another song, and Steve stops him, and he goes, huh? All right. We're going to do the song Ari wants to do. Stuck up bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason why I like Bruce's version better, too, is because Adrian's on it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, like my... some some of the uh, Bruce songs that, uh, you know, from the first two albums. I like how he sings them. It's, Not every song. I, I really think it took him until he came back um, to the band after Brave New World to sing Remember Tomorrow, right? Yeah, I love that song, and it's on my list. But when he sang it in the '80s, it sounds awful. Yeah. 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 Diano is the, the my favorite for the original. You know, the first two albums. Greg, oh, yeah. your next song. Uh, back in the village from Power Slave. Ah, very interesting choice. Love that song. It's just so fucking upbeat and badass. The only thing I have to say about the track order of that album is I really wish Back in the Village followed Flash and the Blade. Flash of the Blade. I mean, I know Back in the Village is the first song on side two, but mm-hmm. having the duelists in between just kind of brings yeah. that album to a halt. I hate right. that song. Yeah, that song is not very good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, Back in the Village is awesome. Just the way it starts. 
fucking dueling riffs, and it's a cool riff too. And you know, Nico sounds great on drums, and it's just real high energy, and uh, it's got a really nice low end rhythm to it that bleeds into the title track really well on that record. Yeah. I like the end where Bruce is like, "Back in the village, and back in the village, and back in the village again." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a fox among the chickens. And that song is actually, in a way, kind of a sequel to the song The Prisoner, because it's also based on the same TV show. Oh, really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. It's about, it's about uh, the guy getting captured in the show and brought back to the village. Oh, right. Prisoner. But, sure. fuck you, I love The Duelist. Yeah, no, it's a good song. I will not the argue. The Duelist is not a good song. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yes, duelist. I love the duelist. No. Yeah, I'm not shocked, but uh, it's a bad song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Greg said, it just like slows the album down. It's just like it, no, it, it, the it kind title of track fit. slows the album down. No, fuck you. Oh, I love Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Right, he's talking about Power Slave. Oh, he's, it, his voice broke up. It sounded like yeah, no, that's final right. track. Not when he said Duelist before, I didn't realize. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Back like in the Village is awesome. But I hate the verse. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, Back in the Village kind of gets kind of forgotten about. It's one of their deeper yeah. tracks, but it's probably it's one of the best songs they've ever written, I think. I mean, Two Minutes to Midnight's great, too. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a classic. But yeah. um, I, they probably never played uh, Back in the Village Live, did they? No. I think they tried out Flash of the Blade a couple times, but uh, they never did Back in the Village Live. Flash of the Blade would be weird without the vocal harmonies like that. That's, that's what I mean. They tried it out on a couple of shows, but it didn't work out, so they mm-hmm. ended up cutting it. I think they only did those... Um, when they did that small tour where they were the first band to go behind the Iron Curtain in 85, because I th- I think Flash of the Blade was a hit in the USSR. Oh. Or it was popular there anyway, because they didn't have music charts. But, you know. yeah. uh, I think that's true. I might be wrong about that. I don't know. <laughs> don't take everything that we say to heart. Uh, check your facts. Uh, I'm not going to mention Fear the Dark since we already mentioned that, so we know how we feel about that one. Uh, the Clairvoyant. Uh, I love that song. I debated between that and the title track from Seven Sun, but I had to go with the title track in the end. Yeah. Clairvoyant's another great, great song. The yeah. only song I really like off that album is Evil Them and Do. What? Well, yes, I mean, I mean, I love that song too. But, yeah, um, I. I well, you know, my least favorite song on that record would be Infinite Dreams, but I still like that song a lot. So Moonchild. Really... You don't like Moonchild? Moonchild's awesome. I mean, I love the verse, but the goddamn chorus. Like Seventh Son, the title track, I hate the chorus. How can you hate the chorus on either of those songs? <laughs> well, he likes the... It's like not really about not his voice during those courses, though. He's kind of vocally accenting what the band is doing. That's what's doing more the interesting to him. Of Ringo Starr's drumming. Well, I like it. Yeah, I it's awesome. It so, yeah. He, he likes the duelist, so. Yeah. You know, there you go. 
But uh, yeah, I love the the, the way yeah, that which, bass... by the way, has one of the most annoying choruses he ever done. Yeah. Where it sounds like someone's <laughs> tickling his balls. Oh, my belly! No, <laughs> this been a B side. No, I'm not talking about. I like cover. the guitar work of the duelist. I don't give a shit about the vocals. Still, it's a terrible song. But the uh, clairvoyant, yeah. I love how it starts <laughs> off with the bass and then the guitars, din, 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 you know, coming in and then. Uh, I love the chorus. Every time I used to make a, um, I used to make a, the, you know, uh, uh, compilations on cassettes and stuff. I would always pick the clairvoyant. But uh, it is a very good one, and that, that's also that album. There's so many good songs on there. Like like Nate said, "Evil That Man Do." That's another one of my favorite songs. So it's very hard to to pick, you know, a favorite off of this one. So as of right now, it's going to be the clairvoyant. It's it's usually the evil that man do. But... Oh, did you guys try to keep the one song per album? No, no, no. Okay, I was no. gonna say that's like unrealistic. Yeah, no, no. Because there's only good nine good albums in their classic discography. That isn't true. But you're next. What do you got? Me? Yeah. Oh, deja vu, dude. Deja vu. That's a great song. Too. I love deja vu. Whole second inside of that album is amazing. That whole album's amazing. I fucking love that album all the way through. Me too. How's that going? Although, although, although I'm sick oh, okay. hearing Heaven Can Wait in concert. I love Heaven Can Wait. Stop tapping your thumbs. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I love the verse. It comes right through to the thing. But, uh, yeah, Deja Vu. I couldn't remember what it was, but, yeah, I remember. I, I, I do love that song. And they don't play that live either. No, they nope. don't. It sounds weird with us with sense. Mm-hmm. They don't need the synths, though, to, to do that. Uh, I can see how it's a problem with Deja Vu. That's one of the numbers on that record that is really synth-heavy. Yeah? Well, I remember there being a lot of synths. I don't have to listen to it again. I just I remember the chorus I got it in my head right now. Well, it's it's because... They, they use them in such a perfect way on there. It melds in with the guitars. Mm. Exactly. I think, but the three guitars now, they can get away with it. I'm sure they can do something. Honestly, yeah. you could Maybe. probably have Yannick just play the synth. Right. While the other <laughs> That's all he really it needs would work to perfectly. Right. Like, yeah. Like, have Yannick skip soloing and just play the synth lines. It could. It wouldn't work. I'm telling you. I mean, hell, it'd be more interesting than him out there surfing on his guitar, as entertaining as that is. You know? <laughs> they, yeah, my my point is, they could use him to do something like that, so they could play some of these other songs. Like, for example, I would love to see Stranger come back, which is on my list. But they've never done Deja Vu live. They've never done Alexander the Great live. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think Deja Vu would be a great song live. Yeah, I think so too. Me uh, three. Yeah, Greg. Um, even though it's a toss-up between the two songs because they're, I think actually probably the first two tracks with Bruce I heard. Um, I'm gonna go with Two Minutes to Midnight because uh, Aces is gonna be on Nate's list. But uh, I mean, both two totally different songs, but just so great in quality and. That they're almost inseparable for me, but I love the riffs to Two Minutes to Midnight. It's just oh. such an awesome song, especially now the verses, the courses, the just that. And also, 
Um, it's really got that original new wave of British heavy metal feel and sound. It almost sounds like it could have come from one of the first two records. It's, mm. yeah. yeah it's I don't know how many other people feel that way, but that's what I always thought about it. I was like, oh, nice little throwback. That's fucking killer. Right, I 100% agree. We can't hear you back there. I 100% agree. <laughs> oh shit, it sounds like Poseidon broke out of Area 51. <laughs> what if you put your headphones plugged into the computer? That doesn't work. We tried that. What do you mean? Yeah, remember we tried that before and he just went That's why I have to use my phone. I, did you plug it into the right hole? I know, I know that's something you're used to doing, but did you ever try plugging it into the right hole? Sound just like your mother. <laughs> nag, nag. What, what, what? You get it, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, while you're plugging things in holes, my next uh, pick is going to be Sign of the Cross. I know either, both of you are. Oh, I got a, nod, a head nod from Greg. All right. Oh, I cool. love Sign of the Cross. When Bruce sings it. Yeah. yeah, it's still a good song on that record. But it's almost like Steve wrote it with Bruce in mind. It doesn't quite oh, sure. fit Bailey. And that's like the Klansman. Like yeah, the Klansman's another one, actually. I mean, I enjoy the versions on the albums, but my preferred ones are with Bruce on vocals. But, yeah. Uh, Sign of the Cross is one of my favorite songs they did in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, God, when I first bought X Factor, and, and I was hearing the descriptions of, like, the new singer, and they described, I heard describe description of um, um, David Lee Roth. I kind of, I guess I kind of see a little bit. Mm, well. Really, a little bit. He's got a little David Lee Roth in him. In in his phrasing and stuff like that, but you know, when you use David Lee Roth to describe somebody, that's not what they were thinking. They were thinking of the fucking whales and shit. Right, right, yeah. uh, And that's what I was thinking. Like, like, how's that going to work with Maiden? And then when when they when I finally got the album, I heard this song. I'm like, all right, it doesn't sound like David Lee Roth. And I just I just love how dark it is. I love Blaze Bailey's voice on on this song. I like I like his voice on the other songs too. And he fits more with his solo stuff now. Than he mm-hmm. did with Maiden, but um, I, I just think McLovin was an Iron Maiden. No, not at all. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Why would you say that? He sounds like, oh my god, look at oh, I'm an Iron Maiden. No, it's got a really great chorus. I mean, I love the Bruce version too, but I, I just I love the the Blaze Bailey one. I love how it's so it's slow. It's just it, it's got a building oh. thing to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, honestly, except for maybe Mother Russia, I'd take Sign of the Cross over pretty much the whole of No Prayer for the Dying. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I tried and tried to pick a song off of that album. I was just like, I oh, mean, there are good the songs. No, I'm with you yeah, there. Yeah. There are some good songs, but it's just not worth to be on my top It's 10. a very mediocre album. Right. That's what exactly how I feel about the other, like, the Blaze Bailey. Yeah, I like them. There's only two, so it ain't that bad. But uh, yeah, uh, so I... Virtual Eleven. I feel like he, they kind of lost the plot a little bit. Yeah, but um, 
He the X Factor is actually a really really focused album. It just goes to a really fucking dark place and kind of stays yeah. there the whole time. You don't get a lot of dichotomy with anything. It's just yeah. many down in a hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's I think that's why I like it a lot because it's dark and and a lot of the uh, main albums aren't really dark. So except for uh, a matter of life and death, that's that's a dark album too. Mm-hmm. It's just too many long ass acoustic intros. It's just, it is, and they could have shortened a lot of stuff down. But it for kills this, the energy of the song for it, me. It it does, it does. But for the songs that wor- it works with, it works very well with them. So. See, I like prog rock a lot, so I like shit like that. Yeah. Maiden uses it right; they don't overdo it. Yeah, I think exactly. Yeah. All right, Nate. Well, you Mexico. think that they do because you're not sitting around most of the time listening to Crack the Sky and shit like that, where the intro to a fucking song is like 12 minutes long. Maiden actually kind of shortens the whole idea and uses it pretty inventively. <laughs> it just sounds really long to you guys because it's totally different. <laughs> I don't want to listen to intros. Anyway, number seven, Killers. I fucking love that song. It's a very good song. Can't do that again. It's a good song. Very good one. That's that's one of my favorites from that early period. Fucking love it. A killer behind you. I don't know the rest. His bloodlust is far from his lips. Very good. That's one thing that bothered me, like on those first two albums. I didn't have the lyrics on the old versions, the original versions. Didn't have lyrics on the CDs anyway. Maybe in the vinyls. Make up lyrics. I hate making up lyrics because then when you go back and find what the actual lyrics are, you feel like an idiot. No, I love it. I love it. Nah, just generic Uh, sleeves. I mean. I, I know the Japanese one does because the, all the Japanese ones come with a booklet that have the lyrics in English mm. and mm. Japanese. And it's all spelled in Japanese dialect. It's like Kara behind you. <laughs> That's racist. There actually is a version <laughs> of the live plus one EP where instead of play loud on the back, it says play round. With an R. <laughs> the, is that, first is, thousand, the first thousand copies were pressed like that, and someone at Toshiba EMI in Japan figured it out and got pissed. And they it. <laughs> That's probably worth a lot of money if you find it, though, no? Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, it's about a $50, $60 record. Yeah, yeah. That's not too bad. But is that version, does that say Killers on it, or is it Killers? Killers. No, it's the, it's the Live Plus 180. <laughs> No, I know. Uh, no, it I doesn't. Maiden. Yeah, it, it just says play, play round. Or, or it's Island Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> they like spelled it with an L on the fucking press. <laughs> Greg, next. We'll go with 22 Acacia Avenue. Adrian Smith, I think, first writing credit on a Maiden record and one of his best songs. Interesting. Good. It's okay. It's probably my least favorite on that album. Oh, oh dude, you're out of your mind. No, it, it is. is. We're, we're totally clips off the we're, CD. We're, 
which is what my first version was. Bruce, forget about and Total Eclipse. Eclipse. Invaders sucks. Invaders oh, does fuck suck. You. Yes, I, like I forgot Invaders. about pixels. Invaders I like the baseline. I love that. That that is what is good about that song, but after that, his it just goes down. And it's a short song too; it doesn't overstay its welcome. Of course, it's terrible. The the guitars sound terrible, and it the only thing that sounds good is the bass line. The whole thing sounds like it's played too fast to begin with. It's just an awful, awful opening song. I forget about that song. I always skip it. That's why I forgot about it. You know, 22 Acacia Avenue, it has that slower down part where they just fucking jam and Clive's going yeah. nuts on the drum. Yeah, no, it's it's a good song. I, I like it. There's another one that I all my own. And it's also a continuation of Charlotte the Harlot. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, no, that's cool. I do. I like this song. I just, it's just one of my. I, just I, like I, I skip it more often. As far as like, uh, that's my favorite song off of that record. Hey, it's okay. So you're top ten. I'll let you yeah. have it. Yeah, I'd have to go with "Hallowed Be Thy Name" as the second, but Twenty Two Acacia Avenue is definitely the best song I remember. All right, all right, I'll give it to you. Uh, Where Eagles Dare? Not a bad song. The probably the best. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good songs on there. It's a, I only like half of that album, uh, "Peace of Mind," but I mean, the intro to "Peace of Mind" with the drum. With the, the drum rolls in the beginning. I mean, that's a classic intro that to a is, song. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's intro. just a fucking awesome intro to the song, and just everything about that song is just great. I mean, as it's a classic main song. Songs need where Eagles and, there. I like the Misfits one better. It, uh, it also seems, oh. well, the Misfits one is great, too. But Yeah, uh, of course, but totally different. To, if, right. if you, Oh, yeah, completely different. If you notice in, like, the history of Iron Maiden DVDs, though, when they're interviewing Nico... Whenever he air drums anything or starts repeating a riff, it's always the opening to Where Eagles Dare. It must be like his favorite Maiden <laughs> song to play. Well, what I read in um, What Does This Button Do, Bruce Dickinson's autobiography, was like he wasn't convinced he could play it on one kick drum. And then they just mentioned like, oh, Deep Purple could do it. And he's like, well, fuck you. I guess I'll get it right. And he had to try like 50 times. <laughs> It is a, a very hard drum pattern to, to play. I can never. Oh, yeah. Well, having to fucking come up with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's cool. I'm sure other other drummers can do it, no problem, but I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to do. It's got a great solo section, too. Great solo. I mean, everything in that song is just awesome. You know? it's, a, it's a classic Maiden song. Another one, they, did they really play that live? Not too often, right? Um, I don't think I've ever seen do it. it too often in the 80s i think they brought it out as part of the regular set list for one of the you know legacy type tours mm. uh, mm. but i don't ever remember seeing it on any live performances from back then yeah. all right nate oh i will be thy name we were speaking of that I fucking okay. love that song. Probably Maiden's best closing song. Uh, that would be Fear of the Dark. The best no. closing song. No. Yeah. No. Hallowed Be Thy For Name me. better than Fear of the Dark. Hallowed oh, Be wow. Thy Name, dude. I do. Hallowed Be Thy Name is an awesome song, though. And, and, and that was going to be my first choice off of this, off of, uh, off of that album, but I had to pick something else. Oh, I've got two off this album. Don't worry. But I think the more <laughs> Have you ever heard the Machine Head cover of Hollow Be Thy Name? 
Fuck Machine Head. I'm not really big on very many Maiden covers, to be honest. With you. Yeah, I'm with you. Most there. people can't do it right, and that Machine Head one is a prime example of it. Really, you don't like? It? I like it. I think it's really cool. Iron Maidens, though. Iron Maidens are like unbelievable. Yeah, but they're basically like a cover band, though. Right, but like yeah, I'm talking yeah. about somebody a real band. It to their yeah. style, probably. Yeah. Right, but still. I don't know. I, I like the Machine Head one. I, it's a good, good one. It's a good I don't song, really though. Like anything Machine Head does. It's okay. You don't have to. Yeah. I'm not forcing. Yeah, you to. I like stuff they do. That's just yeah. I never really cared for that cover. Maybe I'll have to listen to it again someday. I just they just add a couple of things in there that you know aren't in the original version, but I it, it fits. It fits because it's a you know they they make it Machine Head sounding. So, but people that aren't into Machine Head, it, they won't like it. You know, I'm more into Fear Factory. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they've ever covered a band. So. There's less Rob play Fear Factory. <laughs> Completely different band. Yeah, no, I don't think they ever covered me either. Nope. Um, no, that's similar sounding band. Similar. Greg. We'll do Stranger in a Stranger Land. Very good one. Very good I, one. My favorite song off of uh, Somewhere in Time. Well, yeah. Well, today it's my favorite, but I also love uh, Somewhere in Time, Loneliness. Yeah, Loneliness, I love that song, too. All that stuff. But, um, yeah, Stranger in a Strange Land is great. Just a awesome bass and guitar line. A real sweeping, almost otherworldly effect given it given to it by the synths, oh, too, and just the story of exploring the Arctic. It really creates a feel. Yeah. Yeah, I like the lyrics too. It, you, when you read the lyrics or listen to the lyrics, it, it fits you, makes you like think of like what's going on in that song. I like that. Yeah. And that, that that riff, I just I love it. I I know a lot of people say it's weird, but it's great. Which riff That's is what's that? great about it? The main riff. Um. All right. Yeah. yeah no. Come on. I, I, I really shouldn't have to explain. Well, this I'm sorry, I, no, I'm, I'm I'm replaying it in my head, and I, I hear a bunch of things that I like in that song, so it's hard for me to pick. Right, the right. there's like there's like twelve parts to that song. Yeah, there is. I'm talking about the opening one and the main one yeah. that repeats to her and some of the choruses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I love everything in that song. It's an awesome song. Yeah, not, a, a song that a lot, not a lot of people really talk about. You know? No, a lot. Actually, a lot it's my number three. No. A lot of people can't seem to get over somewhere in time and the fact that it wasn't Power Slave Part 2. No, it's better than Power Slave. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Oh, much better. They grew so much as a band. and then, a, I mean, I get Dickinson's whole hang-up about he wanted to do a concept album at the time, so pretty much all his ideas got rejected. But I think it sounds great, and, you know, it's my second favorite album overall from them. And... Uh, you know, I don't think it sounds dated either. I know oh, people it's... say that about the synth sometimes, but it doesn't. They use them in a perfect way to just accent the guitars. It's not like it they is. went overboard with it and made a uh, yes. King Cobra record or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, they did it good on there. Uh, my next one is going to be a generic one, but uh, Run to the Hills. That's basically my first Maiden song I've ever heard. I remember seeing the yeah, video. Classic. 
Yeah, it's a classic song. How can you not like that song? So everybody knows that song. So I had to pick that oh, one. Yeah. Just because, you know, My first, first made. What's that? My next one's generic too. Don't worry. It's all right. Hey, it's Maiden. It's really, it's all right. Right. Generic's great with Maiden. Yeah, of course. What do you got? I got the Trooper. Oh. I love that song. It's yeah. a great beer too. Trooper's of course awesome. it is. Trooper's it is. fucking great. I hear it live. Fucking hell, man. It's like if someone's gonna pick a Maiden song to play and they pick the Trooper, I'm like, oh, you know. You know, you could have picked any song that you picked The Trooper. It's like, I've heard The Trooper a million times, but live, yeah. The Trooper, I'm going to go ape shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The it's dueling like the guitar, lead yeah. guitar parts, I mean, it's just awesome. And Even it's, the, the it's drum not crash. like I never hate The Trooper. I, it's like Master of Puppets. I hear it a million times. I still right. love it. Yeah. And live, the fucking crowd goes uh, nuts. Right, it's as soon awesome. As, they, as soon as they hear their first note, I mean, they, everybody knows what it is. And everybody's yep. like, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an iconic riff. It is. It's an iconic riff, not just the metal, of like classic rock in general. Yeah, yeah. I actually, my old band, I covered that song one time. We were doing like a show. It was like a three-hour show. We had So we had to pick extra songs, and that was one of them. <laughs> did, did okay. I I I have it somewhere. I have to record. It's like Ace of Spades. It's a pretty easy hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I fucked it up. <laughs> sure you did too. I'm sure I did. Greg. I would have. Well, uh, where you go there? We we already talked. We already covered that, that one, so we'll yeah. skip that one. What else you got? Uh, Twilight Zone, which ah. is one of Maiden's shortest songs ever, but. Paul Diano just shines on it. He sounds amazing there. Probably the best screams he ever did. But, uh, you know, it's just a real, it's a short, punky kind of, but really catchy song with great guitar playing. Yeah. It was yeah, I, just I like that what that part of what that version of Maiden was really good at. I mean, they never lost the punchiness. They just used it in a different way when they got Bruce. But yeah. Twilight Zone's great. Great track. Um, you have anything else to say about that, Nate? Or you don't really know that song? I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that's also got a Every really Frank cool... touched about everything. Yeah. It's also got um, a really cool drum part from Clive from the middle to the end of the song. He re- He really goes nuts there. Starting mm. at about the minute thirty mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I like it. I like his drumming. It seems a little uh, more more simpler than Nico, but it fit with that style that they were playing. No, it seems more simple than Nico on Somewhere in Time. Nico on every other fucking Maiden album only uses three goddamn drum beats, and while those right. are harder drum beats, there are far less drum beats going on. Yeah, also, yeah. Nico's a more technical player. He doesn't yeah. have the fire like Clive has. Right. Clive has, Clive has Clive... a lot more swing. But... Right. I'm always going to like Clive more, except on Somewhere in Time. That's what really drives Somewhere in Time over Killers for me, is Nico really breaks out his creativity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think Clive could have played on Somewhere in Time. No, he, but Nico is he fantastic. He totally could have done Peace of Mind and Power Sleep. Oh, yeah. 
You think he could have did that that drum intro to uh, Where Eagles Dare? Oh yeah. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, go back and listen to Genghis Khan. You'll see what I'm talking about. No, I will. I will. Challenge accepted, asshole. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, and if he didn't, so, he could have added in a second insulted. kick pedal and made a benefit of it. I know you sniff his stage thrown <laughs> drumstick every night before you go to sleep, but I'm not saying yeah, he's a bad I drummer. Do. I do, and I have it right here. <laughs> See? There it is. Does it even come up on there? No, it don't. Uh, no, I, I know just how it's set up and what you're grabbing. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think Clyde is a much more interesting drummer, except on Somewhere in Time. Yeah, because he doesn't play in that album. Uh, speaking of Somewhere in Time, my pick, Caught Somewhere in Time. Great song. Great opening track for an album. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome chorus. I mean, another one that he repeats over and over again. But Oh, yeah. but it's still it, It's still a good one. Yeah, it's a lot better of a chorus to repeat, especially yeah. that on loneliness is the long distance runner. I can't stand the way he's yes, like what the fuck. I dude? just find it funny because I love that, and everyone else seems to hate that part of the song. It's, but uh, but caught somewhere in time, he does great. Yeah, he does because he he changes how the way he says it as the chorus goes on. Like he says it one yeah. way, and then he says it another way. So he changes it up. So that makes it fine. Most of the other times when they repeat the chorus, he doesn't change it, which which is why sometimes it gets annoying. Right. But he changes it in this one. And, uh, yeah, awesome song. I can't really say too much about it because there's, there's, there's no flaws in this song. Nope. I love the galloping parts to it and everything. Yes. Really good classic Maiden sound. I also love all the like ascending building guitar lines in it, and they get to the end of that, and then they break into the next section. Fucking yeah, awesome. yeah, great. Nate, my number three was "Stranger in a Strange Land." All right, so what's so, your next one? Well, I don't want to go straight to number two, but if I can pick like a honorable mention, I'm gonna go with "The Prisoner." Okay, I love that song. It's a good song. Prisoner is a good song. Remember the beats. Yeah, of course. Lyrically, well, it's, it's cool, but it's not like dumb at all in really any aspect. No, it's a great song. And and of course the uh, the drum beats and after after they do that little movie scene and then the drum kicks in, it's just right. that's like you know you know what song's coming because of that drum beat. Yeah. All right, Greg. Oh, Remember Tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes. Love that song, uh, especially the version on Made in Japan. Yeah. yeah it's but I, my, my favorite part of the song, though, is the build-up to the guitar solo, and then the solo, and then mm-hmm. they go nuts, and then yeah. it just gets quiet. And then how he screams with the guitar, too. I, I like yeah. that. Really good. Yeah. Did you ever hear the Metallica version of that? They cover no, that. No, why would I want to? I don't know. It's fun. I like yeah. it. No, I didn't know they covered it. Honestly. Yeah. I think it's just a, like a live thing. I think I have it on a bootleg. Metallica, hear that fucking thing I sent you, Greg, where they did on Master of Puppets with the Ride the Lightning mix? Yeah. I, I, it, I hate those. It, 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 it sounds okay. I just kind of didn't get the point of it, to be honest. The I bass. Mean, yeah, I... Uh, 
I wouldn't like it more if it was on Ride the Lightning. It just it gave it a different sound. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, I... it isn't on that record. It would make it too busy, honestly. Honestly, if you got rid of Escape. Huh? Honestly, if you got rid of Escape. Can't get rid- I like that song, too. Uh, I, I wouldn't bury it on the other end. Anyway. Yeah, no, it yeah. sounds good like that with the production job, but I don't think it would fit on that album. He but still doesn't like Master Puppets, all right? You're not going to get him to like it, no matter what you do. Like that, was my last di- it, <laughs> that was my last ditch attempt, because I, I just, I know I know you like the guitar sound on right line. Yeah. No, that's what I mean, the guitar sounded cooler. I, Master of Puppets is an okay song. I've just heard it way too many fucking right. times. But, but I like uh, it. I just like it with that crunch and that thwomping bass. No, it sounds better like that. But, that uh, the creeping death die on the fucking Master chant. That was cool. Oh, yeah, that was cool. But, was um, I mean, no matter what... Like, uh, that the album itself is still going to have production I don't like. And I still hate, like, over half the songs on it. So, <laughs> I mean, the Sanitarium, honestly, is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I still can't oh believe my people God. love that song oh. so much. Oh, I love that song. All right, we're, oh. let's get back to the Maiden, because you're just making me upset right now. It's awful. It's just a rehash of Fade to Black, but worse. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's still a good song. It's just like they said, hey, Bon Jovi got a hit. Let's get more melodic. (laughs) Took all the balls out of Fade to Black and made that travesty. And now everybody thinks it's the be-all, end-all heavy metal, and they don't open their eyes. I never thought that. Disposable Heroes is the best track off Ah, whatever. They're your favorite. Best Metallica song ever. Shut your mouth and let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Yes, please. Uh, Flash of the Blade is my pick. We were talking about it earlier. When we were talking about uh, back in the village, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I love uh, Flash of the Blade. It didn't make my list, but it's a great. Yeah, song. it's one of my favorites. I, I remember getting Power Slave because I, when when I got into Maiden, when I finally got into Maiden, I uh, they were released those um, double CDs. Oh, the cast, yeah, the castle first ones. Year, or the yeah. castle. Yes, yeah, and um, that was the first one I bought. They were expensive, so I obviously didn't have a job back then. I was still in school, so I couldn't buy them all, which I wish I should have because, you know, they're kind of worth something now a little bit. But, um, yeah, I remember bringing that home, and then that was the favorite, my most favorite track on that whole album, just because of the, the way the guitars start off and that, that you know, it's very yeah. simple, simplistic uh, guitar intro, and just the drum beats are cool, and then the the guitar, or is that maybe it's the bass that does that thing over the... Um, the lean, 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 lean part. It goes. Yeah. I think that's the bass. I but love I think that's just I love vocals on that song. Yeah, the, the vocals are awesome. Like he goes high and he's not nasally though. Yeah. He's not nasally though, and that's what I love. Is that was my main? That's always been my main problem with Bruce Dickinson. Is he's always been really fucking nasally. But like, Flash of the Blade, he's great. Smell of wretched leather. Like shit, like that. It's, yeah, it's it does a lot of different things with his voice, and it's yeah. He actually like doesn't do the same inflection on everything. Yeah. yeah, very great song. All right, next Nate. Number of the Beast, dude. I fucking love that song. That's the song that got me into Maiden. Really, I mean, yeah. Run to the Hills is my first Maiden song, but Number of the Beast is the first one. 
It's another classic, so you know. I fucking love that, man. Yeah. The lyrics are great. Live, it's always insane. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's, there's another, another one about when, that song. When they play that intro, everybody knows. I think it's the best intro in heavy metal, to be honest. Of course. I think so. It's one of the most recognizable ones. Right. And it's still only my number two. Only oh, his number two. But just Bruce is great on it. Everything about Number of the Beast is fucking awesome. It's, it's an awesome song. I didn't pick it, but it is it is up there. It is one of my favorites. Should've I want the intro track to the album. I don't think it would have fit maybe, as an intro. Maybe either that or closing. Like it should not have been where it really was. Where where is it? Is it on the second half? Yeah, I, I heard so, it on the like, it's like the second song too. on the second. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, it fits there. I mean, on the record, it does not on the CD though. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's fine where it is. You can't put it last because it just "Hallow Be Thy Name" is the well, last. Yeah, "Hallow Be Thy Name." Oh, no. yeah. yeah, no, I'm okay with it where it is because it's kind of just a generic anthem song. Really, it kind of belongs right in the middle album to help pick it up some steam again yeah yeah well it's, it's where it belongs i don't know it comes after run to the hills isn't it no number of the beast is oh, before oh, yeah, run to the hills i think that's right yeah i get i get that backwards all the time but i mean not that either of the other songs are bad songs it's just you know fucking uh the prisoner and 22 acacia avenue were both darker songs so the number of the beast kind of picks it back up and then you get a couple yeah. little speedier tracks and then yeah i like gangland too gangland's <laughs> a track i'm pretty conflicted the chorus about. is We're late but i love the drum beat yeah no. the chorus yeah, is late it's awesome but right yeah. i could talk about that song for quite some time i like the guitar the bow bow do 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 bow bow i think that's a cool it's all right. I also Break. love Total Eclipse, even though it's pretty good. Yes. I, that, I, I wish they would have swapped, swapped the tracks. I hate, I hate, I hate that song. You're insane. All right, Greg. God. Pick. Sucks. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Nice. Nice pick. Because you haunt me, you taunt me, you tortured me back at your lap. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's a great song. You picked that one too, right, Nate? So then my number one would be Murders in the Room Lord. Ah, uh, that was like going to be one of my, my picks too. My favorite song I ever did. Fucking, that's, that's, that's my, might be my favorite Steve Harris bass playing in a song overall. I just love how he plays on that. I love how he plays on Killers. And oh, yeah. Yeah, Murders in the Room Org is just an awesome song. Great drums, great guitar. Paul sounds awesome on it. Cool lyrics. Murders in the Room Org is great. My favorite part is is the bass parts and the guitar parts. And how how, uh, Deano sings along with those instruments, you know? It's it's good. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. 
Great song. I'm going to go with uh, my final song because we mentioned all the other ones. Uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. That's a great song, too. Yes. One of my favorite Maiden songs. Uh, it's a long one, but it's really cool. And, and one of my favorite stories about the, the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is hearing that Nico in the middle, that middle section, that long ass middle section. Cool. I don't know if he did it all the time, but he would just leave and go in the back and go in the pool or do whatever he's got to do and then come back another well, how long is that in, uh, that middle part it's like what oh, five, it was, five minutes long or something? was what it was it was like 110 degrees on the stage and there was yeah. a backstage okay quiet part around the ancient mariner he went and jumped in the pool yeah i mean that's, that's a cool story but that's how long that freaking part is you know you yeah just... there's no fucking drums <laughs> for like five minutes yeah but it's cool. I like that part because you got the bass thing going, and then it's just the creepy guitar sound, and then you got the the sound of the boats going on, and that guy telling the the narration of that story and everything. It's just a really cool song, a really great epic song. Probably song. probably the first long song I ever heard. Yeah, it's one of mine. I liked Metallica before. Metallica has songs. Yeah, but they don't have. They didn't have a twelve minute song. At the time, and Justice for All is like ten and a half minutes. Yeah, but this was a ninety uh, eighty-four. It feels about as long. It feels about as long. As no, they definitely have longer songs now, but still, it's just you know. I gotcha. Yeah. All right, Nate. Ace is high is my number one, bro. I really? love Ace is high. I fucking love it, dude. Everything about that song is perfect. And just Bruce is so into it because he's so autistically in love with flying. And, mm. like, oh, everything about Ace is High is fantastic. It is good. It's I... a, a fucking great, comp, like, just show intro. Yeah. Just like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, that I was wish... an awesome intro. I'm so glad that I was just barely not drunk enough to remember that. <laughs> I yeah, wish they would put... Fun. I wish they would put that intro, the Churchill speech intro, to that song on the album. That would have been cool. You know? Because they do it live. No. It, it doesn't need the intro on the album. It speaks for itself. That's cool yeah. for a live thing, but I don't want to fucking hear that Churchill speech every time I listen to it. No, it, could, it could be just the intro. It's like hearing the fucking um, narration in one. Yeah, I'd love that. I don't want to hear that on the album, though. <laughs> No, that's that's different. I, I wouldn't want to hear that because it interrupts no, the song. Different. It is different. I want to get the. It's just I need it to start immediately. I guess whatever. I thought it'd be cool though. I like the live one, but yeah, good song. Not my favorite one off of that album, but uh, still a good song. All right, Greg, you got any more left? No, I, do... I said murder in the room war was my number one. That's it. That so we're it. done. Right. Yeah, I mean, I could pick another <clears throat> random song just for shits and giggles. So. All right, sure. Go ahead. What What's going to be your random? Uh, Nate, Nate got a random one, so you might as well get a random one. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see what the cursor stops on. Ready, ready, ready. No whammies, no whammies. Stop. Play Icarus. Great song. Ah, uh, nice. Dan already talked about Probably that. Doesn't nice. count. Huh? No, I yeah. didn't talk about that. All right. No, you where, talked about um where eagles there. We're yeah, where eagles there. there. Eagles flying. My bad. Um, yeah. Yes, both about school. flying. Good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, exactly. 
<laughs> and they're like, there's only one song in between them, right? Yeah. Yeah, Revelations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and if I, Blade uh... Icarus is great. I love that song. Lie on way. Yeah, the chorus is awesome. It's just iconic. Is that, that the one? I got a yeah, DVD. that was cool when they brought that out. That what cool. D and D? I got no. I got a DVD of them uh, of some concert. I forget what it was. I rolled um, Dickinson. Is is that the song that Dickinson plays the guitar on, or is that the Revelations? That's Revelation. Okay. He plays the intro which, on the rhythm guitar, which is so weird to see him holding. Well, I wish it was terrible. I, I mean, yeah. it is, but but I think. The reason they did that, although I've never seen anything concrete, but I know from being in Samson when he switched over, the record label prevented him from receiving any writing credits with Maiden on Number of the Beast. So I think Revelation is the first time he's credited on a Maiden album, and I know he came up with that part. So <laughs> maybe they just gave the new guy a concession and said, "Yeah, here you go. It's great because it is great." But, yeah, uh, of course. No, he 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 used to do that. I know throughout the Peace of Mind and World Slavery tour because it's on the Live After Death video. Yeah, that's, that's probably where I. But it. um, I don't think he did that during the History of the Iron Maiden tour when they were covering Peace of Mind. I mean, they definitely played that song, but I don't remember him coming out with a guitar. Hmm. It was the only time I've ever seen him come out with a guitar. I've never ever seen him do that ever again. So that's why I thought you, you know the one song on there that everybody oh, always screams for that I think is pretty lackluster, though? Still What's Life. That? Yeah, I don't like that song either. Uh, I'm not a gigantic piece of mind guy. Me neither. As I said, I only like half the album, really. It's alright. I, like, uh, okay. I like it more than Beasts. I, but those two were kind of, I only like about half of each record. The only song I like off of Peace of Mind that I like as much as anything off of Number of Beasts is The Trooper. That's yeah. I hate oh, no. Die With Your Boots On. Oh, I love Die With Your Boots On. No. Eh, okay. I could do without it. But uh, if I get another pick, I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick um, Be Quick or Be Dead. That's a great song, actually. I like that song. Yeah, it is. That, that's another, I mean, Run to the Hills was like my first Maiden song that I ever heard, but Be Quick or Be Dead was like, holy shit, Maiden can, you know, really sound pretty heavy on that song, and, and that's what really made me like Maiden. It really turned me into a fan. You think Be Quick or Be Dead sounds heavy? Yeah, well, at the time, yeah, 92. I wasn't really, I was just getting into metal, so I really uh, didn't get man, to explore too much. I, I hate the production on that song, man. It's, it's very, well, that sloppy. album, it sounds very thin. The song itself is good, though. But when Bruce so comes okay. in, he does that scream. He didn't, hasn't really ever done that scream on any other songs, you know? No, but I mean. And then he had, uses like a very gritty voice on that song, too, that he doesn't always use as well, so. I don't know. I just, no, I love that the video was really. That throughout the whole album, though. Yeah. But, you know, that's the first time I ever heard it, so it just, it was cool to me. I love that song, so that's my extra pick. Anything else about Maiden? Well, if I could have an extra pick. Wait a minute. I already had an extra sure pick. Never mind. I, I, I had Be Quick or Be Dead mixed up with Tail Gunner. Tail Gunner is the oh, one yeah, I no. really can't stand the sound of. <laughs> 
But still, be quick. Fear of the Dark does have like a thin song. Yeah, be uh, Dead has a very flat production. Fear of the Dark, just in general, does. It would benefit yeah, yeah. a lot more from uh, a remaster. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think it has had one, and it sounds okay. Yeah, but yeah, still, I yeah, I like that. It's it's still a good album. There's a lot of really good songs in there. Um, yeah, Judas Guide and um, what the hell is it? Uh, um, what the fuck is the other song on there? Afraid to Shoot like Strangers that. is good. Yeah, that's I, good. I even like Wasting like, Love actually. I like Judas Guide. That's a good song. Judas, really, the the song I like the least from that album is From Here to Eternity. Yeah, yeah. Still a decent one though. The lyrics are corny. Still better. I hate the I hate the whole chorus to it. The video is kind of stupid too. But. I hate the whole chorus to it. The guitar line and his vocals just doesn't work for me. It's weird. It sounds off model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, that's our main thing. I actually, I'm going to make a playlist of our songs uh, that we picked, and I'll put it up on uh, our Facebook all and right. Twitter and all that stuff like that, so people can hear our picks. That'll be but, cool. Uh, I'll, I'll have to be sure to tell you from which concert performances to pull the songs from. Well, if, if Spotify, if Spotify has it, then yes, I can do that. But uh, all right, so that's it with Maiden. Um, and our new section of the show uh, featuring bands that would like to be part of the show. Uh, this week we're going to feature, actually it's a band that's been on the show quite a few times. Uh, and some of Nate's favorite uh, musicians are in this band from Timeless Haunt. Hey, I like those guys. <laughs> no, they're all good guys. Oh, but, is George uh, dropping by? No, George is not dropping by. Nobody's dropping by tonight. They're they're very old, so they're in bed already. I didn't I mean can, tonight. I, I meant in the future. Yeah, but uh, I I said hey, they just released a new uh, video for their song Hellion Witch off their uh, yeah, album. Cool. Yeah, I haven't got to watch it yet, but I'm gonna watch it because I got to edit to the show. But uh, from the album Haunted Symphony, please go buy it. Rat, um, I'm going to say RatsHoundReview.com, but uh, TimelessHaunt.com. You can buy their EP. But uh, yes, this is a brand new video, Hellion Witch. They just released it like a day ago. And uh, give it a look-see. And go purchase the album. It's very good. And actually, I'm working on a new one. It will be out sometime in October. So be on the lookout for that. Yep. Yeah, video is pretty cool. You should definitely check it out. Check it out. Stay to the end of the show. But on that note, RatsOutReview.com, uh, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Please subscribe. YouTube. Everything. Oh, poor no, we're not on Pornhub yet. Oh, soon, that is good. soon to come on Pornhub. Uh, so hit the subscribe button on everywhere. Share it, please. Uh, and, I'm going to need my employer. <laughs> and buy some t-shirts. <laughs> And that's all I can think of for now. So, uh, oh, and check out, I just did a show with uh, Lou Mavs uh, from the Music is Life podcast. And we did a show on the Joker. The Joker from, like, all the, the movies. Not I didn't go full detail about the comics and all that stuff. But uh, we did that with uh, GGP from the uh, Conspiracy Horseman. He's also a wrestler. That was yeah, pretty I, did. Uh, uh, I didn't watch it. Yeah, but I read society. some of his synopsis. If you know way, the living society. Yeah, why? Because he's living in society. Man. Go to bed, Nate. I'm going to bed. It's like check out. Movie, oh, real quick before we go, since we were talking about local bands, and yeah. well, I've never seen Maiden do caught somewhere in time live. Tom Croxton, who plays drums for Hex Vortices, oh. who we've had on the show. 
who lives by me, when he played with his band Eldergad, um, they did a cover of Caught Somewhere in Time. And he's he's an excellent drummer, and he pulled it off great. Yeah, so I've I seen... have gotten to see that song perform live. Hmm, cool. And maybe, Nate, maybe if you ever have, like, music recorded, we could feature you on the show as well. I don't know what's going on this one. I don't know why we haven't recorded this one. That was the second time. Well, because maybe there's a pandemic going on. Shut up. All right. Go check out the Timeless Haunt video. TimelessHaunt.com. RatsOutReview.com. Buy everything from all of us, and we will see you guys Oh, my band made a malfunction on Twitter. And wear a mask so we can get back to shows, goddammit. Also, drop a line underneath of this video if you're interested because i would like to start doing raffles on here for our listeners if there is enough interest so let me know in the comments and there could be some cool records coming your way including please do the comments because we don't get that many comments i have a double of this one you could just just send that to me you know yeah not happening I, 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 I sent you a bunch of records. I think you you owe me. <laughs> we'll talk about quality and grading. Send it to me, Greg. It is worth many shekels. All right. On that note, see you next time. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it for your jugo. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Ed- I'm not editing that out. I'm leaving that in. Bye, everybody. Remember, Kyle. Jews can't be DJs. I'm leaving that in too. Bye. I can't be drummers either. They don't have any rhythm. Slain. Are you?
Wait.